Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. If you're listening to this in the audio realm, do us a huge favor. Give us a rating, a review, or uh, like a comment or whatever it is. What is yeah. it? A rating, review, or comment. Uh, yeah. a comment? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, star rating or a review? Give us five stars. Yeah, yeah. Five stars. Where do people is comment? A review is just a review. Oh yeah, you got sorry, you got the podcast thing mixed up with the YouTube thing then. Yeah, if you're on YouTube, do yes. us a huge favor, leave us a comment, hit that like button. Yeah, we're gonna talk about AEW's full gear today with a new, a new AEW World Champion. We have actually several new champions. Yeah. And I might add, kind of a couple surprising outcomes. Yes. Uh, before we dive into that, though, I want to say thanks to everybody who joined us. Uh, on the Twitch and on the YouTube across both platforms. That's how we do it these days. Mm -hmm. uh, Thank thanks you, for all the subs, all the super chats, all that stuff. Thanks again to the Enforcer, as always, for hanging out with us. Yeah, it looks and, like the Enforcer is well on his way to defending Big Red this month. Wiped mm -hmm. the floor with us yesterday during uh, Impact Overdrive. It comes yeah. predictions. Had oh, himself yeah. a strong night tonight. He's got oh, a huge yeah. lead going into Survivor Series. Oh, yeah. uh, it's Enforcer's title uh, to lose at this juncture. Absolutely. Survivor Series, I might not even do Survivor Series. Might not even do it. I don't know. Find out. There's some mystery for you. No, I'm totally going to do Survivor Series. 
We have to. The pressure's uh, off netting to sit and enjoy the show. Don't have to worry exactly. about like chill, get some BK. You know, don't have to worry about math and all that kind of stuff. Well, you said Burger King, you get a long chicken sandwich? Oh, dude, maybe two. I don't know. Ooh. Maybe. Hot stuff. Anyways, uh, let me load up my notes here for uh, for. Um, uh, I guess, yes, let's talk, let's talk highlights before we get to the breakdown of each match. You mentioned new champions. Um, well, by what, my what, what, what was your general, your general impression of Full Gear this time? Like, even maybe even compared against the last pay-per-view. What did you think of Full Gear in general? I mean, it, it didn't. I didn't feel like there was lulls. Yeah. Like every, I mean, lulls, L U L L. Like, like laughs. No, not like laughs. Oh, yeah. I didn't feel like there was any lulls. I think the match quality across the board was really good. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, not a whole lot of complaints. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a really solid show. Um, we had, were speculating, somewhat hoping that based on what could happen um, at full gear. You know, maybe the Blackpool Combat Club's no more. Maybe the Jericho Appreciation Society are going to start falling apart. Maybe we'll have some new champions. This will be a bit of a reset. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever plans had to be scrapped because of Brawl Out, mm-hmm. and even before that, injuries, maybe now they that creatively they can kind of get back on track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, it, it did seem it, – it had a little – I like to use this phrase sometimes. When you could just feel the energy of a show – it has a little pep in its step, mm-hmm. you know, like a, the, one of the main complaints, even before the, the press, the disastrous press conference um, of, of, of all out was it felt bloaty, mm-hmm. you know, I know. And there was only two less, two fewer matches this Tonight, time around at all out. Yeah. Uh, than it all out, but, but you know, it, honestly, it had a pep in its step. It felt it felt more energetic. It did, but part of that too, especially with all out, was you know the main event was Punk and Mox, and what two weeks before the show, they had Mox just destroy Punk on dynamite. It was weird. And the, it was the, weird. that whole setup was bizarre from a creative standpoint. It, it left a lot of people, I think, scratching their heads about why they made that choice. Yeah, hundred percent. Really leaning into the idea that is is Punk's foot. Like healed is it not? And then Punk just kind of said, "No, it's fine. This this is as good as it's going to be. So don't worry about it." And One then, of the worst booking decisions of the year was probably doing the title change a couple days before the paper. I know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, we mentioned uh, new champions. We got two, I think, by my recollection. We got MJF um, beating Mox with the help of uh, William Regal, Samoa Joe. Sorry, three, three. Then yeah. yes, yeah. So we got MGF, your new AEW champion. Not that surprising. Even the outcome, the swerve, not terribly surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had talked about that uh, as a possibility. Uh, Jamie Hayter defeated uh, Tony Storm, become the new interim. Hopefully they get rid of the interim uh, uh, on, on the women's title, become the new I women's suspect, champion. I suspect they will. Um, in a really hard-hitting bout that was really that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Samoa Joe, yeah. again, another surprise. Beat, you know, dude, uh, yeah. uh, uh, Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs to win the TNT championship. You know, coming into this and in, in our predictions, I think it was our prediction. Oh, no, no, you know, it was our our bonus show when we talked about 10 things that need to happen mm-hmm. at uh, at full gear. Your number one was throw us some surprises. Yeah. You had noted that in the betting odds, Samoa Joe was way behind way super behind. underdog way behind it was it i was, did not i didn't see that shit coming. it was no i didn't either i didn't at all of course the surprise i wanted to happen for the sake of my prediction double j j lethal beating sting and darby i mean i should know better sting and darby don't lose on pay-per-view 
Well, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of interesting. Like the things that we thought might have been surprises that could have happened. Uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal beating Sting and Darby Allen. Uh, maybe the whole Keith Lee thing mm-hmm. was a, a bit of a, so to speak, swerve. And you know, he came out in darker colors. Look, he looked like he could have been a bad guy tonight. Yeah. But in the end, there was that moment when him and Swerve, Swerve was like, use the pliers. And he said, I don't go that route. Good luck to you. Walks out and he him. just yeah. walked out on him. Watched the rest of the <sighs> match from up on the stage. Again, not really. It wasn't really. There was some tension there because like, oh, this might happen. They actually set it up pretty well to make mm-hmm. it to make us wonder. Like, even though it went the way that we kind of figured it would, they really did a hell of a job telling that story they did and even during the match when swerve sets up sets up the piece of guardrail next to the ring and caster puts keith lee through it i thought oh maybe that's going to be the moment where keith lee's like all right no none of this Mm -hmm. you know and then he kind of you know uh, i thought for a moment there if swerve had said hey we got to take a couple steps bend the rules maybe break a couple rules win this match after that spot maybe keith was so enraged by going through that piece of guardrail, he might have did it, but he yeah, didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I don't yeah. know if that 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 story beat was intentional in the in that respect or not, but mm-hmm, that put the yeah. thought in my mind. Yeah, no, absolutely. I thought, um, I thought, and and so like the 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 a couple of things that we thought were were givens, either Wardlow or Hobbs would come out of that TNT title match, and when we were doing the math in our heads, it's like, okay, well, Joe's not going to eat a pin, Wardlow's not going to eat a pin. It never crossed my mind that Joe would walk out double champion. Mm-hmm. Never in a million years. Because mm-hmm. honestly, since that's how I'd book Joe. Yeah. But since Joe's been around, he hasn't really been booked the way I, I would book I Joe. I will say this. I will say this. There was a long stretch where he wasn't around. He was doing some some acting work. He was doing his Hollywood stuff. And he's only kind of really been back for a handful of months. But man, what a way to like really sort of put, you know, an emphasis on, hey, I know Joe is the man and he should have two titles. Absolutely. Yeah. He yeah. Should. Um, let's talk about this as well. Um, one match that I think we all thought to varying degrees was a given was the elite returning, winning those trios titles. And rather than just doing that, they took an opportunity to tell a story. That yeah. being Phoenix using the hammer, realizing, oh, this hammer's pretty cool. Hammer's great. I might want to use this now. Going yeah, forward, doesn't yeah, and then so the elite lost their mm-hmm. their uh, the match against Death Triangle to try to get those trios titles back. And now we're getting a best of seven between Death Triangle and the elite. Here's the thing: they're gonna be great a matches. Much. A little much, considering what all six of those guys do in the ring. Mm-hmm. I'm a little worried that after seven matches, somebody's gonna get hurt. I mean, dude, some of those spots, even just tonight. Looked devastating. Yeah, um, yeah. It, 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 I'm I'm more concerned about. I, I really, honest to God, I care about one thing that they make <laughs> each of the because you know it's going to go to four. It's going to go to it's going to go to seven matches. Yeah, like we exactly. know that. Tell a story in each of these matches. Exactly. You know, and something that's different from the other ones because what we got tonight it was a phenomenal match, phenomenal match, but. You know, it, it, there is it, the story is like oh, let's do a bunch of really really cool moves, and I mean they tell some stories, but I want a little bit deeper. You know, I, I want some shit that's that's. Well, it's going to be interesting to see now that Phoenix is apparently at least Phoenix is on board with Hammer. Phoenix likes Hammer. We confirm because that, after yeah. the match, after he won, but using will Hammer, he continue to want to be to, exactly? To like I don't know. He, when when Pack was had the Hammer, you know, showing Phoenix the Hammer after they won, 
and saying, see, look, I told you, this is, this is, this is our key to winning. And Phoenix was like, all right, now I understand. Yeah. Is Penta yeah. going to be on board with that? We're going to get a rift between the brothers now because Phoenix is, is like, yay, hammer. Penta is at best, eh, hammer. Yeah, that, there's yeah, I, Pen, yeah, Penta is, is 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 hammer curious. I think we don't He's know like yet. Hammer neutral, maybe we don't know. See got, hammer, oh no, hammer. We don't no know say. yet. That's the thing. That's that's at least the next match. There's a story there. So um, Tony Khan is starting his the media scrum now. Ah, it just began. He's sitting down. Gotcha. Um, He's so himself. if nothing else, doing these best of seven, this best of seven series for the trios title is going to make it's going to elevate the trios title. It's going to elevate the hammer as well. And the hammer. Important. And ultimately the elite because they're going to win the best of seven. So let's go Let's go to that main event, though. MJF sure. versus Mox. MJF wins, becomes new champion. Um, this was one of the things that was kind of predictable down to the finish itself, which saw uh, uh, William Regal come down, jaw a little bit with MJF, and then slide him the brass knucks. He didn't pull the trigger himself mm-hmm. on Mox. He gave MJF the tools to do it, and uh, and and he did it. There were two two ref bumps. Yes, two ref bumps. There was two ref bumps. Bit overbooked. Yes. Mox uh, seemed Mox as always. He can be on vacation mode and still put on a really good match yeah. and yeah. still do a Mox match. I'll put it that way. Let me ask and, you a and, question. Okay. Oh, yeah. Go, go, ahead. go ahead. No, that, that was, that was um, go ahead. So the story basically of that match for the majority of it was especially early on. Mox just utterly dominating MJF. Yeah, right. And and at one point, MJF was getting some of his stuff in. He hits a, a tombstone on the apron, starts selling knee. Mox starts working the knee after that. Now I don't I don't know if it's a situation. If I had any quibble about that match, and it, it's small. I I don't know. I kind of felt like MJF maybe should have got some more stuff in. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. He didn't yeah. He, he he just looked overmatched for the vast majority of the bout against Mox. He is he is hyped right now. Oh, MJF Tony Khan. Just, no, MJF. Oh, MJF is. Tony Khan seems pretty reserved again. I got closed captioning on, but they're not doing that for this. Oh, gotcha. It's not, it's not on auto, I guess. No, MJF showed up. He's in front of the table that Tony's sitting at and he is just ranting and raving. That's going to so be an interesting watch afterwards. Tony um, is probably very happy right now because he's like, "Oh, I know this guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'll be fine." Um, so yeah, no, dude, I, 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 I yeah, I, I get that. I, I can, I can see that. Um, but you know, yeah, I don't know. You want him to be booked a little bit stronger? Just a little bit. Yeah, it is Mox. Yeah, I know, and you know, he's on his way out. It's going to take, you know, some brass knuckles to. To, to end the match, I get that just a little bit. Yeah, like, okay. Give MJF like turn his his power level up ten percent more or something like that. Has MJ? Yeah, but here's the thing: MJF's never really he's he's like never really won a big match without the diamond ring, has he? No, well, he has. Mm-mm. No. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. 
You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. What's next for him? Let's ask that question. As he's, right. uh, he's just he's just ranting and raving. People are saying he's cursing up a storm. Yeah. Um, what's next for him? No firm tonight. No firm. No firm in terms of helping out. Yeah. So I'm assuming. In fact, the only firm we saw was uh, Ethan Page doing commentary yeah. for the uh, Ricky Starks-Brian Cage match. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I expect Starks to win that, but it would be fun to see some amount of, you know, uh, I guess they could go the other way. That'd be kind of interesting. Heel versus heel. I mean, look, nobody's booing MJF these days. No. He can try as much as he wants, but nobody's booing this yeah, guy. Yeah, nobody's booing him. I mean, I can look at him right now and just, just ranting away, finger pointing. And I'm like, man, this guy, this guy is the now. Yeah. What a, what a great, what a great sort of, Oh, and then he's leaving. He left. Um, what an so, awesome sort of reboot. That's one thing that we were talking about, like, too, is that it, I like that this sort of represents a bit of a reboot because the last three months, the, this past pay-per-view cycle has been, it's been dogged because of some creative issues. Yes. It's been, it's been overshadowed by CM Punk and the elite investigation. Mm-hmm. That stuff is pretty much done with. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like, you know, sort of overshadowing stuff, the elites back, they're going to have a million matches now with death triangle. Um, and, and there's a lot now we got, we had a breakup of a tag team, a new women's champion who I have no doubt it might even happen during this, this media scrum, Tony Khan might declare that Jamie hater is actual yes. women's get yeah, rid of the interim. Yeah. Get rid of the interim tag because who knows when Thunder Rose is going to be back. Um, but yeah, you had like a uh, swerve and, and swerve in our glory breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, House of Black is coming back, and you know that they're probably going to want to do something big with them. They should. I know. They absolutely should. I know. Um, so you know, hopefully on Wednesday we'll get a bit of a reset, and they'll be able to you know to refocus their efforts. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I'd yeah. like to see. Yeah, I, I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so. Soraya um, uh, came back and. Uh, had a big, big match against mm-hmm. Britt Baker. It was kind mm-hmm. of it, you. There was there was a, a little bit of ring rust there, but they told the story. Britt Baker trying to target the neck, which I think is probably going to be a lot of yeah, Soraya so. matches from this point on. I think so. Um, I mean, if and, they're trying uh, to tell stories based on uh, Brian Danielson's eye injury a decade ago, more than a decade ago, yeah, they're gonna yeah, yeah. that's going to be they'll, Soraya's they'll, story for a while. Yeah, but no, I thought I thought it was a good a good return ba- uh, match mm-hmm. back. Her brother was there, and uh, she was quite emotional. Yeah, you could tell it meant um, a lot to her, obviously, which was pretty great. So it kicked off in the uh, the uh, the buy-in. Yes, the uh, the uh, what are they going to call the buy-in? Zero hour. The, Before uh, we get into this, organ grinder here says that uh, Revolution's going to be in San Francisco March fifth. Ooh, that's news. That's news. That's cool. All right. Confirmed. Yeah. Be 90 minutes from us. Yeah. Um, that's neat. Uh, that's cool. We also have a new merch shop. Friendoshop.com. You looking for some gifts? You want some super comfy shirts? 
Friendoshop.com. Right now we got a Black Friday uh, uh, deal going. Uh, Friendo Friday. You yes. got new shirts. You guys, you guys really enjoy those Triple H phone calls with uh, with uh, uh, Larson here, or he calls him Steve. Uh, you can get the Don't Interrupt Me shirt. That's right. It's a collaborative effort with us and Paul on the call. You know, I got to say this. It's, 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 I keep my cool. Yeah. Well, but when really. he asks a question and then pauses and then I answer the question, he says, don't interrupt. I just don't get it. Well, the idea is he would not. He he doesn't want you to interrupt what he's saying. We'll but talk I'm about not. it after the show. Look, I'm I got, not. Look. He asked. He asked the question. There is a pause. Listen, no, listen, it's not here. Not now. I answer okay, the I got, question. I got notes. I got notes for you. I got notes for you. It's good. Well, I have I notes from covered. the show. I don't need your notes. What notes are you no, talking I got, about? I got. I got notes to handle the Paul conversations. I don't it, need uh, your damn notes. The zero hour opened with the factory versus the best friends, who were going to have a mystery, very evil, very evil. Yeah, very nice, very evil. Uh, uh, mystery partner. Five to make it five on five. Uh, this was, uh, I think you did. You put it. No, did anybody put all their confidence points on this one? No, I had a lot. We all had a lot. We all had a lot. Yeah. So it was apparently the uh, like the darker version of Danhausen. Yes. He had like blood around his mouth. He, yes. he came out with teeth and a spike, like a cooler jacket. It wasn't. Oh, hey, look, fun time, Danhausen. Yeah. He was. It was a strong style Danhausen. Now yeah. I, I'm sure people who are very familiar with uh, Dan Housen on the indie circuits probably understand that apparently he did this there and that's why people are marking out for it. Uh, but I thought it was pretty cool and I'd like to see this version of Dan Housen more often when he yes. turns it up a notch, we get some uh, Kings road style wrestling, man. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, he, he wasn't booked as a comedy act here. No, he correct. went in yeah. and wrecked everybody. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, the match was maybe uh, arguably, even though it was four on five, with the factory having that advantage that it was maybe more competitive than it needed to be. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. But it set up uh, uh, Danhausen quite nicely because mm. uh, QT hits uh, Orange Cassie with the diamond cutter. Orange rolls the apron. And then QT's looking for a pile driver on the ring steps, and that's when Danhausen makes his entrance. Uh, Orange tags in Danhausen, and Danhausen just lays out the mm. factory all by himself. Yeah. So then Orange hits uh, Nick Camarado with the Orange Punch. Dan Housen then pours his jar of teeth into Camarado's mouth, falls with a huge boot to get the win, mm-hmm. and then the best friends throw QT into the ring, and then Dan Housen hits him with the spike. Poor QT Marshall. Uh, after that, new official signee of AEW, Kanosuke Takeshita, had an interview. He says he's happy with his win last night. Uh, he's happy to come to uh, America to join AEW. Uh, and then Renee mentions that he's officially all elite. He says, my dream has come true. I'm moving to America. I'm going to fight for my life in AEW. Yeah. <laughs> Backstage. Uh, then we had also in the pre-show, we had Brian Cage versus Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky Starks selling the variety of injuries that he's racked up yes. against Lance Archer. He doesn't even take off his shirt because he's got the rib tape probably. It looked like it was a house show match, dude. He had, yeah. the, he had the rib tape on, but he didn't want to you know, specify, I think, to Brian Cage, the Swolverine, where the target was on Which, him. Fair point. That sounds strategy you know? there. Absolutely. I think that's a mistake a lot of people make when they have an injury and they put all that tape and stuff on it. Well, of course they're going to attack that area. You got to wear it. What you got to do is wear the full uh, uh, long sleeve shirt that Kenny Omega returned in last time. Didn't need it this time, by the way. No. Kenny Omega was jacked and you tan. Got that man. right. You oh, got boy. That right. Getting back to this Cage versus Starks match. Unfortunately, it was not a, a Philly street fight. Uh, but uh, any event. 
uh, it ended the same way Ricky Starks got the win. Yeah, here. yeah, the finish was pretty cool. That's two straight matches now where, where Starks has had like really cool finishes to his bout. So Cage hits him with a power bomb, buckle bomb, discus lariat. Starks kicks out of that. So Cage goes up top, misses what I think is supposed to be like an elbow drop. Uh, Starks is looking for his finisher. Cage escapes that, looking for an F5. Starks somehow reversed the F5 attempt to a destroyer. Yeah, that was cool. Which that was, was really crazy. Cool. Yeah. And then hits Rochambeau to get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he moves on uh, to uh, Ethan Page now yep. on Dynamite this week on yep. Wednesday for the yep. finals. Yep. Um, I mean, I you know, I could see this going either way. MJF, obviously, big heel, but Ethan Page, history with MJF. Where do you think this is going to go? Now that we've established neither of us are very good at predictions these no, days. No, not, not at all. No. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you this. This is my worry. If that, if there's any sort of deal still between MJF and the firm, that if Page wins, they're going to do like some finger poke a dude. Oh, thing. no. Come on. They're not going to do that. I would hope not. You know, you know what would be cool though. It'd be kind of cool if it, if it ended up being Ethan Page, and the firm ends up being still cool with MJF. Yeah, and Ethan is, and everybody's telling him do the finger poke of doom thing, and he's like, Yeah, I I I, I don't want to do that. And you launch it. Ethan Page is so on the cusp of being. I I personally look. I love Ricky Starks. I think that he could be a, a the next big thing. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. tomorrow. Ethan Page, it takes one. It, it'd take one. I think Ricky Starks might be a couple stories away from that. Page is ready now. Yeah. And I feel like if you have one big thing where, like, the firm is still with MJF and they jump him out or something like that because he doesn't do yeah. the finger poke, and maybe it takes the entire firm to make sure that he loses against MJF, mm-hmm. You could create a new oh, star overnight. Absolutely. I hope like that's a, what they do an upper like that, main yeah. event TNT title guy. Yeah, I hope they do um, something like that rather than, haha! Look, we were always kind of aligned together. Yeah, yeah. But then I think you could do a Starks too. I'm just I, me. This is my own personal predilection. I kind of like Starks a bit more when he was a bad guy. Now that he's a good guy, who's just you know he, he kicks out of everything. Mm-hmm. I think he's great. I think I think the world of him. Mm-hmm. I like him as a bad guy more. Um, but uh, but no, either way. Either way, like you got you got a pretty good uh, story here for these guys. I just feel like because of the business with the firm, Page might make a little bit more sense at this point. And plus, Starks had to go through Cage and Archer. Yeah, like he's, oh, he's beat, beat up. Shit. He's beat. He shit. is beat to shit. Like if K- if Page doesn't win this, he might look a little bit like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we got an Eddie Kingston interview in advance of his match against uh, Jun Akiyama, and he tells Renee, "I don't want to talk right now." He says, but I was 18 when I first saw Akiyama fight, and I said, that's how I wanted to fight, and that's who I want to fight. Mm-hmm. He says, I don't know if I'm going to win or lose. I can't even focus right now. And he kind of tries to collect himself for a moment and says, nah, I'm not losing this. And he walks out, yeah. and that match was next. Yeah, yeah. And it was, honestly, it, number one, this was a brutal match. It was it was right in line with what Kingston wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just huge physicality, King's Road type stuff. And uh, man, there there was a ton of it. Just you know, people dropped on their heads, flush yeah. knee strikes, yeah, uh, all sorts Stiff of strikes. Back fists. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and I believe it took two in the end. Uh, uh, back fist from Eddie. Yeah, he hit one earlier in the he, match, and then mm-hmm. he hit like an emerald flosion. 
Mm-hmm. June kicks yeah. out of that, and then Eddie hits another back fist to get the win. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And afterwards, he drops a promo because this is the main event of the kickoff. Drops a promo, uh, and you know <laughs> he's like, they have like a good six minutes left or so, maybe like four minutes, and uh, and so they they needed him to squeak to to talk for time. Mm-hmm. And so you know he drops a promo, and he's like, hey, this is about you. Don't thank me. Don't thank me. Thank all of you. Uh, thank uh, thank you, Akiyama. Thanks to Kings Road Style. Rest in peace, Baba, Ricky Dozen, Masawa, and Noki. I hope I made you proud tonight. He says, Mox is going to beat. Then he just starts selling the card. Yeah. He's like, we still got time left. Mox is going to beat the piss out of MJF. All confidence points. Crowd booze. He says, ah, you might cheer him, but he's still a scumbag piece of shit. And he says, oh, you're going to wrap me up? Okay, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> he says, it's time to go. Okay, bye. Yeah. And he just, he just walks out. And then he walks out. It was great. It was great. Uh, to kick off the main card, we got a cage match. Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy. Uh, this speaking of brutal, this match was brutal. Jungle Boy is busted oh, up in like the first five minutes. There, there is some, there is some, there is some pretty damn good uh, TV direction here too. There's yeah. that shot where like the blood was just dripping on the the cage uh, uh, mesh itself. Yeah, yeah. This this was this was actually a really really good match. Um, you know there was. They teased some interference from Christian. He sort of did a, a little uh, swiping of the key from a ref at one point, yeah. and he was trying to get it unlocked, and the refs caught him, and security came and, and, and took him away, uh, 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 kicking and screaming. And then it was just down to Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, man. I thought these guys just put on a hell of a performance. Mm-hmm. Jungle Boy is probably hurting right now because yeah. that he did the leap from the top of the cage. That elbow, yeah. Uh, uh, an elbow onto Luchasaurus on a table, but he sort of undershot it a little bit. Uh, and uh, and yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I thought this was this was a really good win for Jungle Boy. Here. It was, it was, yeah, uh, yeah. That that bit with with Christian was somewhat comical, where he's sneaking it behind the ref. Oh, super comical, yeah. Just pulling that key out of his pocket, it was like on a lanyard or something like that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, but yeah, there, towards the middle, there was a bunch of brutal spots with the chair. Uh, Jungle Boy hits a kill switch on a chair. Uh, Luchasaurus choke slams Jungle Boy on the chair. It, it it got pretty rough towards the end, but yeah, that table spot. Then uh, Jungle Boy puts on the snare trap. Luchasaurus taps. Jungle Boy wins. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move 
Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then we had Death Triangle. Oh, well, let's, let's talk about this real quick. Uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. I thought that this feud has done a really good job building up Luchasaurus as... I, I, getting away from this feud, I think, works for both these guys because yeah. this has got to be it. Maybe maybe they'll run Christian versus Jungle Boy back. Once Christian's healthy, yeah. Once he's healthy, but like I don't know when that's going to be. Um, but, uh, but I think... This has done really well. I think it's done really well for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Luchasaurus as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where he goes from here in terms of like, is he going to be at the point of a Will Hobbs? You know, because yeah. you know Will Hobbs could be TNT champion. He could have been Easily. TNT champion tonight. I think he's further along. The fact that he's a should he stay with the dinosaur stuff being a bad guy? So yeah, I don't know. Take him seriously, right? Yeah, no, I understand that. I guess he has to. I guess it all depends if he continues to go out there and just destroys everybody. Yeah. Because at that point, yeah, if he if if he comes off as legit, regardless if he's a dinosaur, got a goofy ass mask on, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean it's the, a cool they, mask. It is a cool mask. They can walk away from him literally saying that he's a dinosaur like he did when he was a phase <laughs> to just him being, you know, like giant and imposing like dinosaurs. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, not a literal dinosaur, metaphoric yeah. dinosaur. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah. As far as Jungle Boy is concerned, I don't know. There's like a million titles out there he could go after. Um, I don't know which one he would. Uh, yeah, I mean, he could be all all Atlantic guy. Yeah, that's sort of that tie. That that, that's what's that? So someone's gonna have to take that off Orange Cassidy first, though. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be the new TNT title where like it just switches hands a bunch. I know Cassidy's had it through a bunch of defenses, but yeah. I feel like that's going to be the case because I don't be. know, man. Joe having both those titles, that's exciting. Yeah, I know. I know. That's I'll cool see stuff. him dropping either of those titles for a little bit. Oh, that's not a terrible idea. Dark Dank Lucha here in uh, Twitch chat says go after the FTW title. Oh, Hook's going to hold on to that as long as Taz wants him to. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good way to step up Hook, though. Get him in there some with some like real opponents, you know? Yeah. Uh, then we had Trio's championship bout, Death Triangle versus the Elite. So they really tried to milk the entrance for the Elite. They didn't come out immediately when they did. They had like great. some really wordy thing pop up on the, the the scoreboard. And then they actually came out to carry on my Wayward Son by Kansas. Now, I guess the Young Bucks were trying to get a trademark for Wayward Sons. And they yeah. dropped their application. But uh, Tony Khan apparently ponied up to have this. Played at the pay per view, but uh, I mean, this it was is awesome. A, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I mean, like as Enforcer said when we were watching the show, whenever I hear that song, I think of I think of Guitar Hero. 
I don't have that association. I didn't play a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, but I could see that. Um, I mean, it's a cheesy. It's cheesy. N- it knowing that, that this song really hits them in the feels, you know, makes me think a certain way about the Young Bucks. <laughs> it's like, they're younger than us, right? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> like, that song is even too old for us, man. I know. I know. Like, I don't, you know, it's like, uh, but it's, it's like, it's a good song for a wrestling entrance. They, they established that. Um, if, if Tony really wanted to make it up to them for this suspension, uh, you know, and, and Kenny getting bit by a guy putting him in that position, <laughs> I'm going to get comments now. Are you serious about somebody asked me the other day? Cause I said, Oh, suspending the elite for nut for no reason. Oh yeah. Are you being sarcastic. That's supposed to be a serious statement. That's what they said. Is that supposed to be serious? What if it is? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Knows you, it's, it's maybe, maybe, maybe now you have to question everything we say in the show, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maggie says Matt's 37 and Nick's 33. Nick's only 33, really. Holy crap, man, that song must mean a lot to them, I guess. So. Um, I guess, so. but uh, no, Kenny looked amazing. Oh, God jacked. damn it, jacked vascularity. Oh, is that Kenny Omega or Brian Cage? He looked amazing, oh, jacked, just jacked and just so tan. Yeah, super jacked, super tan. <laughs> Uh, fantastic bout. Whenever you get these these six guys in the ring, uh, magic happens. That fucking Nick Jackson, uh, Hurricane Rana off the top to the floor. Yeah, on, uh, on everybody else on Phoenix probably. Mm-hmm. There were oh, several. That was terrific. There were several sequences with Nick and Phoenix where they were just doing crazy, ridiculous stuff. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, it, it, it's it's silly to try to go through and and, and highlight all God, the, we the never awesome do that spots. With these matches. No, we don't do that. So shit. I'll just go towards the end. So Kenny's looking for a V trigger on on Phoenix. Penta stops it with a sling blade, and then he hits Young Bucks with sling blades. He gets super kicked by all three members of the Elite. Uh, Nick hits a poison Rana on Phoenix. Kenny power bombs him, and then the Elite destroy Phoenix with knees. Pack breaks up that pit. Mm-hmm. So Pack gets the uh, hammer out of his trunks. And he's looking to hit Kenny with it. Well, Nick instead intercepts with a super kick. And then Nick hits Pack with a, a dive. Matt hits Penta with a moonsault. This is all to the floor. And then uh, Kenny hits Phoenix with a V trigger. And after that happens, Pack slides the hammer in to the ring. And so Kenny gets uh, Phoenix up on his shoulders for a one winged angel. And Phoenix is trying to fight it, trying to fight it. But Kenny's about to get him down for it. And Phoenix. Bah! Hits him in the head with the hammer. Mm. Rolls him up to get the win. And afterwards, Pac picks up that hammer and just absolute glee on his face. Oh, Points, yeah. Pointing at it, telling Phoenix, see what this did? Oh, do you see the hammer? It's magic. This won us the match. This is what we got to do. And Phoenix looks at him and goes, wow, yeah, hammer. Like the light bulb went off on his head. Like, yeah. oh, it makes sense now. Look what I did with this hammer. In the meanwhile, like, uh, Pent is over there like, Cero miedo, pero uno hammer. Como se dice hammer, Maggie. Uh, yeah, no, that that was good stuff. And as far as where this goes from here, seven matches. Six more matches. <laughs> this is the first of seven. Oh, so. whoa, well, this was the first of seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said match oh, two on okay. Dynamite, yeah. Are they all for the title? Or is it like whoever comes out? I don't like... know if they specified. And if they did, I didn't pick it up. Oh, okay. Oh, perfect. Martillo uno. Martillo. Yeah, man. Uh, after that, we had Nyla Rose versus Jade Cargill. Uh, Jade Cargill shouting out those uh, Thundercats. Mm-hmm. Thundercats, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, she's a Chitara, I think. Yeah. I wasn't a huge Thundercats guy, were you? 
I had a, I had a stretch where I watched it quite a bit. Yeah, I was more a He Man guy. I felt oh, like I like He Man too. When I was a kid, it was like, yeah, you're either a He Man guy or you're a Thundercats guy. It can't be both. Well, I was both. Yeah. Well, I had I, some Thundercats I, toys. I also had He Man. You and I wouldn't have been friends then. But I also had G.I. Joe and I had Transformers. Well, they're, that's different, though. One's army and one's robots and stuff. I know. I'm just saying I was just into a lot of different things. I had mask I had toys. Mask. I had mask. I had, well, look at you, rich kid, huh? Well, hardly. <laughs> I had everything. It's not like <laughs> I had giant play sets of all of it. I had a couple things of each. <laughs> Did they interact with each other? Was it a shared universe? Oh, probably. <laughs> I think I even I think I even <laughs> kept that separate. I, like my brother's probably playing the Transformers to get my G.I. Joe helicopter. <laughs> yeah, right. Shooting his Transformers. The Transformers are just like waving it off. And yeah, right. Hammers the helicopter. It explodes on the ground. Oh Duke God. runs away. I don't know. Sounds like a Michael Bay movie you had going on at your house. Yeah, dude. pretty much. <laughs> I, I, I would just do that to try to annoy my brother. Hey, look. (laughs) And then he punches you. Uh, So anyways, uh, yeah. So, of course, the silliness of this, uh, the the setup here, of course, Nyla Rose still in that title. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I like, this this, this match was fine. I like the um, doing each other's move stuff. I always always love that. that. I I like that that. stuff. That's really good. So uh, Nyla hits Jade with uh, the, the jaded. And uh, Jade kicks out of that. Uh, Jade hits Nyla with a beast bomb. Uh, Nyla kicked out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and yeah, it, this was good stuff. Uh, in the end, though, uh, Jade hits a big old pump kick and then hits Jaded uh, to get the win. And she did procure her yep. title back. Got her belt back. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then we had the four-way bout for the Ring of Honor Championship. Claudio oh, Castagnoli. Boy, this was good. Brian Danielson, Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. And your champion, Chris Jericho. And the dynamic of this was set Whoa, up. whoa, what? whoa. Not just Sammy Guevara. Oh, God. Sammy Guevara and perhaps the worst cape I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking with that. This was amazing with how bad it was. So it was like, it, number one, the like the straps looked like they were made out of cardboard. They were cardboard colored. Worked into the straps were his initials, S and G, and and those were resting uncomfortably (laughs) right over his nipples. Right. It looked like one wrong move in cape, and you're and and like, you know, the the tip of nipple would be sliced. Yes. Or at least at least at worst, at least pinched. And then he had shoulder pads with little spikes on them. Yeah, terrible. That didn't look like they were like secure enough because they kept on kind of moving around and then the cape looked like it was kind of like thin flimsy fabric this was a morning project is due type work here this is oh my god i was gonna i told jericho i was gonna have this cool cape and then i didn't do the cape i need to do this cape quick because call time is in three hours yes let me put together this and he awkwardly cuts out an s and a g from a from a piece of cardboard and then another and then and then the straps it was something else. My dog, my cat's barking at me, or she's growling at me because oh, I'm maybe running down the cape. Yeah, I guess so. I guess Big so. We should move fan, on. Big fan, that dog of mine. You I know? guess so. You mean your cat? Sorry, cat. Yeah, cat. Yeah. Um, so the dynamics of this were set up early on. It was Jericho saying, "Well, Danielson and Claudio are just going to destroy each other. Uh, I'll take advantage, Sammy. You're going to do the right thing." Of course, yeah. Sammy didn't do the right thing. At one time, Jericho literally said, "Sammy, stand in the corner so I can cover." Yeah. I get the pin here. Yeah, right. And at yeah. first, Sammy did it, but then at a certain point, he's like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Things got chippy between him and Jericho. Pushing, shoving, hitting, 
moves on each other. Uh, in comparison, I know uh, at one point, Claudio and Danielson cleared the ring, and they looked at each other, and they're like, all right, shake hands. Mm-hmm. All right, now we'll fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was, it was more gentlemanly. Yeah. You right. know, it, was, yeah. it wasn't like, as Jericho said, they're going to be at each other's throats and fall apart. That mm. was Jericho and Sammy. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. No, uh, I, I actually really, really like this match. Yeah, it was really um, good. I thought that the, all the stories being told were told really, really expertly. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sammy and Jericho stuff. I mean, they had me at the point where Sammy was so over Jericho. He goes on this big run and he hits uh, his, uh, his, his go to sleep and then the, his 450. And, and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, beat this guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he only got two with that. Um, and then everybody, I mean, long story short, everybody else was getting all their shit. And in the end, Jericho sends a, a flying Judas effect into uh, a Claudio had, what was it, Claudio? Didn't it Claudio had Sammy? Yeah, he was spitting Sammy, and, and Jericho hits a flying yeah. Judas effect that follows with a standard Judas effect to get the win. Yeah, so uh, this was, I mean, you know, we kind of figured – Jericho would win this. Uh, not a lot of confidence points on this one going into it, but the story itself was really, really well told. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and yeah, I, I like this. I've I've actually really quite liked Jericho's run as Ring of Honor champion, the Ocho. Mm-hmm. Um, he really Jericho really does endeavor to make everything a story, um, whether it's every match he's in or every feud he's in. He really does what he can to make the most out of it. Um, he sort of, you know, uh, uh, brushed off the Sammy stuff a little bit later in an interview, mm-hmm. but uh, it'll be interesting to see if they follow up with that on Sammy's behalf, because yes. obviously he can't feel too good about Jericho telling him to stand in a corner. I know. Um, so that'll be interesting if that simmers up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Like- so sorry. Uh, white Brownie here. I think it was, who was on a somebody in our chat said that oh uh, muted mayday says uh apparently tony khan has confirmed that it's still going to be an interim title right now all right uh next we got soraya taking on Britt baker uh fun bout we got uh well did not get overbooked in the finish that was the women's title match um but it took a, a couple i don't know what she's calling her finish now used to be the rampage mm-hmm, yeah I don't. I, they 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 gave one of her. They gave the page turner a new move. Nightcap now. Nightcap. Um, yeah. But I, I didn't hear what uh, the the name for a finish now. So she hit that earlier in the match. Britt kicked out. So de- towards the end, she hits two. Hits two. Move formerly known as Rampage uh, to get the win. But yeah, Britt was from opening bell till as long as she could. She was working neck, but it was pretty interesting early on. Like the first thing Britt did was hit Saray with the shoulder tackle. She takes the bump. And Saray is down there holding her neck in her head, and she like she like makes it like she's trying to feel her arm, like her yeah. arm goes numb, and so everybody's sitting here, and then she just hops up and starts laughing. So I kind of that was an interesting way to start the match. Just I'm like, hey, okay, let the elephant in the room. Let's address that. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Let's have a match. Um, you know, we saw like a draping neck breaker to the floor. Yeah, we saw another neck breaker in the, I think multiple in the ring. Um, so yeah, the whole story was she's targeting the neck and, uh, and Soraya, I thought, I mean, that's, I don't know how far they're going to go with this. Everybody targeting the neck, probably they will, but in terms of, Hey, I'm fine. I can wrestle these matches. Um, I thought this was an effective way of letting us yep. know. Okay. She's fine. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Two 
move formerly known as Rampages later, Saraya gets the win. Um, and understandably, she is uh, overcome with emotion. Her brother was yeah. sitting there. Um, yeah. it, it, it was a pretty huge moment for her. That was nice to see. Yeah, uh, We'll talk more about Britt Baker a little bit later. We will. Uh, but first, uh, before that, we had um, the TNT title match, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Samoa Joe versus Wardlow. Again, man, we're going match by match here, and I loved this match. Mm-hmm. I thought, again, you know, just this was the, the, the big meaty men slapping meat match. And, uh, and, man, they all brought it. There were some spots in this match that were just brutal, that were just yeah. physical. Yeah. Uh, there was one bit where uh, Hobbs uh, went after uh, uh, Joe on the outside, and Joe went flying to the barricade, and he like yeah. he part of him landed near a, a chair, and the chair just bent. Um, yeah, there was a lot of collateral damage in this match. Yeah, I thought this was really really fun stuff. Yeah, Wardlow, Wardlow does some shit, man. Wardlow Dude, that does step some up, shit. Like, whisper in the wind thing he did. Right. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. You don't Wardlow, usually see a guy that size do that kind of stuff. Dude, he puts together some moves in that ring. Like he's just learning and learning. Mm-hmm. Um and uh and yeah, let's talk about the finish here. Um we had so Hobbs hits Wardlow with a spine buster. Uh Wardlow kicks out of that. Hobbs looks for a slam. Wardlow escapes, looks for an F five, Hobbs escapes that, Wardlow hits a power bomb. Hobbs almost immediately gets back to his feet, but he's wobbly. Wardlow hits another power bomb, then another. Now Joe has been out uh, from the Since barricade, the barricade spot. spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he hits another power bomb, then another. I think well, he's, he's, doing the, he's doing the symphony thing. He's really playing to the crowd. He's kind of looking over at Joe every now and again. He's playing to the crowd too much. Yeah. Uh, so Joe runs into the ring, blasts Wardlow with the TNT title. It's triple threat. It's no DQ. Yep. Uh, and then and Hobbs, who's already been hit with four power bombs, so this is a super protected loss for Hobbs right here. Yeah. Uh, he's been hit with four power bombs. He chokes out Hobbs uh, uh, to get the win here. So now he's champ champ and Hobbs and Wardlow exchange a little glance. Is there any chance that that little glance is going to be like, hey, we can wreck each other or, or we can be a tag Joe. team. <laughs> or, we, or we could be a tag team and wreck the tag team because Wardlow's just out of a tag team with this guy. Let's hop into another one, yeah. another guy. So I don't think that's going to happen, but I don't know. I think that glance was probably just like, hey, we, we put on a really good match. That could be, um, or, or we need to fight one-on-one, and then whoever wins that gets Joe. That could be as well. Yeah, that could be yes. as well. I don't know. It's 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 really interesting because Wardlow, he's lost the TNT title. A lot of history with him and, and MJF. I mm-hmm. mean, dude, the way MJF has been, but a lot of these guys have a lot of history with MJF. Mm-hmm. He's He's been all over the company. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting when Wardlow and MJF. I mean, honestly, dude. If you're Tony Khan, you start really utilizing the 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 AEW originals. You know, you got you got you got MJF now as your champion. Yeah, do everything you can to keep on building up Wardlow. Yep. Have him be the next guy. I still see sort of like Batista levels. He needs he needs to get like the personality promo stuff. Down. Yeah, he does. He does. But the part moves that, are phenomenal in the part ring. Part of that is, is putting him in interesting stories, though, too. It is. It absolutely is. He, The character work he did when he was with MJF was great. fucking outstanding. It was great. And, and if you can get story. to that level again, yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. He's got to stop saying Wardlow's world, though. That's one thing he's got to stop doing. Stop that. Stop he's, that. Stop that. Stop that. Full stop. Full stop. Uh, then we got a Chris Jericho, Jake Hager interview. Uh, Jericho's asking about what Sammy did during their match, and he said, well, I... 
that's that's Sammy's competitiveness. That's one of the reasons. Excuse me, I had him in, in JAS. I expected him to do what he did, and I appreciate it. Sammy, one day will be world champion. Not today. So then Orange Cassidy steps in. He says, hey, I got a good friend who wants to fight you for your Ring of Honor titles, Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah. And Jericho says, don't you still owe me $7,000 for my suit? Going back funny. to that mimosa match. That was good Build stuff. up to that. And he says, uh, Jericho says, Ishii used to carry my luggage and shine my shoes when I wrestled in Japan. And he says, when I think of Ishii, I still think of that young boy. So yeah, sure. I'll wrestle him. That's going to be a dynamite. And so uh, Jericho leaves and Hager Asks Orange, hey, what's in the bag? And Orange says, it's this. It's the All-Atlantic title. And he asks Hager, do you like it? And Hager goes, yeah, I like it like I like this hat. <laughs> and then Orange issues a challenge for the title. And uh, Hager is still talking about the hat. He just loves that damn purple bucket hat. It's a pretty funny gimmick for him. It is. It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after that, we had Jay Lethal and Double J versus Sting and Darby. <clears throat> MVP of this match, Satnam Singh. Absolutely. A lot of great moments here with him just catching people, doling out choke slams. Uh, Double J started off by bringing five fake stings to ringside. I think it Lots was five. Of, it might have been six. A ton of fake stings. Yeah. Uh, a body bag just shows up on stage. Lethal goes to investigate. Smoke shoots out from the stage, and Darby sprints out. Dex lethal and fake stings with a skateboard. Sting shows up behind Double J, and at first Double J is like, oh, that's a fake Sting, and then he realizes, oh, wait, no, that's real Sting. Uh, and then uh, they just go into the crowd. The match starts from there. And uh, we got this really great bit where Darby uh, grabs a goth ladder, really tall one, yeah, <laughs> and he sets it up on the stage, and he's about to drop a, a coffin drop on Jared off the stage. Well, he does it, and commentary said it was 25 feet. I don't know if it was 25 feet, but it was really it high was up It was a pretty there. serious drop, yeah. And Satnam Singh gets in the way and just executes the perfect catch. He sort of like grabs, he sort of puts out his arms, and Darby's able to like hook the arms on the on the uh, way down with the catch, and uh, just did a great job of that. Uh, Satnam uh, carries him to the ramp, chucks him onto it. Uh, meanwhile, Sting's doing all sorts of crazy shit, knocks yeah. Jay Lethal off the guardrail. Jay Lethal took some fucking bumps in this match. That, there was one that's... from the top of the turnbuckle to the apron. Uh, that sucked. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, there was just a lot of like people falling off stuff and Satinam Singh catching them. Yeah, it was great. Sting did that. He like launched himself onto Satinam Singh, kind of overshot him a little bit. He was, he was fine. Uh, and in the end, uh, lethal's looking for a lethal injection after Sting and Darby hit a coffin drop scorpion death drop combo on Satinam Singh. Which was pretty great. That was cool. Jared had blasted Darby Allen with the guitar mid uh, mid coffin drop in the mid air, mm-hmm. um, but Darby got up, went on a run, and then uh, Lethal's looking for a lethal injection. But Sting, the idea was Sting. It was kind of sloppy, but he reversed that into a sc- into a scorpion death drop, and then Darby hits Lethal with a coffin drop to get the win here. Yep. Yeah, it was a so, fun belt. And I don't know, I you know, Darby had teased that they're going to sort of split and, and he was going to do his own thing. Again, another guy who's got history with MJF. MJF mm-hmm. last time, I think they had a one-on-one match. MJF won that and claimed, oh, I'm a great pro wrestler now, yeah. too. Yeah, it was a really um, good wrestling match. Oh, no, that was a killer match. So I could see I could see him doing that. Um, or maybe they'll just keep on teaming up. I don't know. These matches are wildly fun that they're in. Yeah, they're usually no DQ or something. They go all over the place, does crazy stuff that you wouldn't think someone that's 62 years older. He's somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just about landed on his face tonight. 
diving off yeah. the barricade. Yeah, he did. Uh, then we got Jamie Hader versus Tony Storm for the interim women's championship. Uh, awesome bout, hard hitting. Tony Storm oh might have broken nose. This was good. Yeah, um, this was a, this match was phenomenal. It was really good. Um, there's one one moment where they're doing a hockey fight, and Jamie hits a forearm, and Tony literally stops for a second, and then hits mm-hmm. a headbutt, falls on Jamie to get the cover. Jamie kicks out, but after that, Tony's pouring blood from her mouth. Um, uh, and then uh, Jamie's looking for a rainmaker for finish. Uh, Tony instead counters with one of her own. Jamie kicks out of that. Tony's looking for a clover leaf. Hater gets the ropes. Tony's looking for a hip attack, and then Hater ducks. So mm-hmm. Tony goes tumbling out of the ring. So earlier on, Rebel had come down ringside mm-hmm. to try to interfere on uh, Jamie's behalf. Uh, didn't lead to anything. Uh, so this time, so Tony goes flying out of the ring after hitting or missing the hip attack. Britt runs in. With a hoodie on, stomps Tony on the title, which mm-hmm. is on the floor. Mm-hmm. So put your back. Mind in. you, sorry, when you mentioned Rebel, she had already hit Tony with the title. Yes. Once. And then Once. she got ejected and Tony was able to kick out of whatever happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then stomps Jamie on the, sorry, Tony on the title, puts in the ring. Jamie hits Storm Zero. Tony kicks out of that. So Jamie's mm-hmm. looking for a finish. Tony ducks, hits Storm Zero. Jamie kicks out. Yeah. Tony's looking for the cloverleaf again. Britt gets on the apron to distract her. So Tony goes after her, allows Jamie to hit a backbreaker. Tony kicks out of that. So the Britt goes, is taking the top turnbuckle off. And uh, uh, I think Jamie's trying to send Tony into that corner. Instead, Tony reverses it, sends Jamie into the corner as Britt's about to remove the turnbuckle off. So Britt goes flying off the top rope with mm-hmm. turnbuckle in hand. Uh, Hater then ends up sending Tony into the exposed turnbuckle follows with the rainmaker to get the win. I, I love this move. Um, Hater is, I mean, you can even listen to the crowd. Yeah. The crowd loves Jamie Hater. Mm-hmm. You do this, you call the audible, um, or I don't think it's an audible in the ring, but like, you know, I don't know what plans he might've had for Tony storm, Yeah, but it wouldn't shock me if this was a late game decision, maybe over the last couple of weeks when Tony Khan really realized Hey, I've got something here. I need to pounce on it. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and they, they put on a phenomenal, absolutely great match. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it was overbooked towards the finish, but you want to, you want to, you still want to protect Tony Storm quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, this was, this is really terrific stuff. And, and I, I mean, at this point, Britt's got to turn on, on Jamie. Right, like that's got to be the next thing because Britt wants that title more than she cares about friendships. You'd think so, although she was, you know, a couple times actively helping Jamie to win it. But maybe that's more because she th- thinks, "Well, I have a better shot at beating Jamie right. than I do Tony." You know? Oh, absolutely. You keep that. You keep that close, and then uh, and then you go after it. Absolutely. Yep. Then we had our tag title bout: Swerve in Our Glory versus the Acclaim. No. Daddy ass joining the Acclaim to ringside. He was banned because uh, he kept on attacking Swerve. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned the, the guardrail spot. That took Keith Lee out of the match for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Swerve was was going on a run, though. He hit Bowens with four house calls. <laughs> Just bang, yeah, bang, 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 yeah. bang. Yeah. And Bowens kicks out of that. So Swerve goes up top uh, looking for a Swerve stomp. Bowens crawls the rope to try to like grab his foot, but he can't even do that. Earlier, they're just destroying Bowen's arm, too, because after their, the, the match on Dynamite, he's got it all taped up. So uh, Swerve kicks him off, looks for a stomp. Bowen's evades, hits the arrival, tags in Caster. Caster hits the mic drop. Lee gets back of the ring from the guardrail spot, breaks up that pin. 
So the Acclaimed are looking for their tag, their double-team finish, but Bowen's arm gives out. So the Swerve hits Caster with a brain buster, tags in Lee, Lee goes on a run, they hit their finish, Caster kicks out of that, they set up again for the finish. Caster, though, like, so Lee has him in powerbomb position, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of making his way towards the Acclaimed's corner to come back towards uh, Swerve in Our Glory's corner. Well, while he's doing that kind of loop, Caster kind of does like a half crunch, reaches out to get the tag to Bowen. So Bowen mm-hmm. tags it. Um, so then uh, Lee then ends up flinging Caster into Bowen's, powerbombing Caster on the Bowen's. They both roll on the floor. Uh, Swerve throws Caster in the timekeeper area. Then he finds some pliers. Mm-hmm. And he's about to use them on Caster. Billy Gunn runs down to ringside. So the refs are escorting him back stage. So then Swerve puts Bowen's in the ring. He gets in the ring, goes to Keith Lee, hands the pliers, and he's like, use these. And Keith Lee's, he hems and haws a little bit, throws the the pliers aside and goes, no, I can't do that. Yeah. Swerve slaps him. Ooh. And then starts talking shit. So Keith Lee picks up Bowens, Mm -hmm. pats him on the back, (laughs) walks out. Yeah. He's like, good luck with all that. Yeah. So here are my papers. Yeah. Bowens rolls up Swerve, gets a two, in the end, acclaimed, hit their their double team finish to get the win. Swerve put up a decent fight here after Lee left, but yeah, uh, yeah it, it wasn't enough. Um, yeah, they're broken up. Clearly, we're going to get Lee versus uh, Swerve. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be an absolutely killer feud. I think so. Um, and, I, you know, they were able to make this thing last for a long time. We got a couple of really, really great matches out of it. Part of, part of Swerve and Our Glory's thing was helping to build up the acclaim, too. You yep. know, whether it was just yep. sort of the natural – chemistry they all had in the ring or what but i mean they were a big part of getting the acclaimed to where they were i mean obviously the acclaimed did plenty themselves and they're yeah. fucking wildly charismatic have yes. great chemistry daddy ass is there um yeah it was kind of funny daddy ass running down <laughs> sprinting down and the refs all holding him back from interfering in the match because it'd be a dq if he did what he wanted to do i know i know and they had to usher him back i thought that was a good little moment yeah um but no i think i think this is going to be a killer feud again this is a feud that you want to see go a couple months just like this feud has and it's been the better for it give it a pay-per-view cycle have the blow off at revolution yeah right yeah because you got winters coming and then you got you know uh, whatever they do in january and then revolution yeah yeah then we had our main uh, event. Then we had our main event. Um, yeah, it's funny. Like watching Mox's demeanor, he looks so just overwhelmingly happy. The thing about Mox is that he'll never check out. He's not checked out. No, you could just tell that he's very excited to be done and going on vacation. Uh, but now, as still, you know, he's in everybody's face, get everybody's giving everybody a middle finger, saying, mm-hmm. oh, fucking, hey, this is great. Hit me, motherfucker, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I live for this shit. I love this shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. And early on, he is just absolutely wiping the floor with MJF, just beating the hell out of him. Um, Yeah, at one point, Mox grabs the belt from the timekeeper area, start p- kind of like parading around the ring with it. Mox, sorry, MJF spits water in his face, gets a couple shots in, Mox descends him into the ring step. So there's a stretch where... MJF would try to get some of his stuff in. Mox would just kind of fend him off. Mm-hmm. Like he, MJF would start to come back. Uh, uh, he went down to so he moved. He got enough of an advantage. They moved this table closer to ringside, the timekeeper mm-hmm. table. Uh, he gets in the ring. Mox hits him with the cutter. It all leads to MJF hitting Mox with the tombstone on the apron. And that's when MJF starts selling knee. Eventually, Mox hits him with a pile driver off the apron uh, through the table ringside. MJF just barely beats. 
barely beats that 10 count. Mox yeah. hits a paradigm shift. MJF kicks out of that. And then Mox just spends a good portion of the rest of the match just going after MJF's knee. Um, at one point, he hits a super paradigm shift, and, and uh, MJF gets a single finger on the bottom rope. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then uh, Mox is kicking MJF in the leg a ton, and he's running the ropes. And as he's rebounding off the ropes, MJF pulls the ref in front of him. Mox mm-hmm. runs into the ref. We get a ref bump. So MJF, he gets the dynamite diamond ring out of his trunks, and he's really selling, oh, am I going to use this or, or no? Ooh. Regal comes ringside. And he's, oh, just, his, his, he's got a head full of steam. And now. he's just giving MJF the business about not using the ring. So MJF yeah. throws the ring out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, and he backs up. He backs into Mox. So Mox puts him on a sleeper. MJF rolls him up. There's a new ref that teleports into the ring. Yeah, Counts the pin. Mox kicks out. Uh, so then they back into the new ref. That ref tumbles out of the ring. He's out. Yeah. He's out. So Mox locks on the bulldog choke. MJF is tapping, but Bryce Remsburg, the original ref, is still out. So mm. Regal's telling Mox, hey, go get that ref up so that ref can count the finish or call the finish of the match. And so while yeah. Mox is doing that, Regal slides brass knuckles in the ring to MJF. MJF picks mm. him up, punches Mox with him, covers him to get the win. Yeah, yeah. And then we didn't really get to see much of what happened afterwards. Like there was no regal afterwards. MJF had a security guard help him up. No, there was they, they MJF and Regal exchanged glances. Oh, I was talking about between Regal and oh, Mox. Sorry. So like he has a security guard like help walk him up there, and then he shoves the security guard away. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it, it'll be interesting to see if what regal has to say about this mox obviously is going to be gone for a little while yeah um but uh but do we have any idea like how long mox's vacation originally was supposed to i be? think it was supposed to be six weeks mm-hmm. uh white brownie here in our chat says per john alba asked about miro and andrade tony khan mentions when he launched aew he said he wasn't committed to having everyone booked every week we've seen people take sabbaticals for various reasons he says potentially something we could see for different reasons I mean, I've always advocated for like you know rotating people in and out based off of uh, you know just getting some rest. Um, but like whenever I see Miro on social media, it seems to be not happy about being rotated out at this moment. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. If it's the kind of thing where everybody sort of knows going into AEW that hey, you know we're going to be rotating you in and out, then I guess you know it is what it is. But uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, anyways, that's going to do it for our, uh, yeah, I don't know. Let me ask this real quick. I didn't watch the, we were just sort of obviously at the beginning of the show. I saw MJF cursing up a storm on the media scrum. Mm -hmm. What would you like to see first? I mean, obviously Paige and Starks, uh, have a number one contender match coming up. Yeah. So that's going to be what's next for MJF. But in terms of like a real feud for him. Like it's probably going to be somebody a bit higher up on the pecking order. Where, where, where do you go first if you're Tony Khan? Um, I think Darby's probably a good choice. If they have any designs on doing any sort of MJF Wardlow feud, I think you wait. Unless you do the thing where MJF beats him first and Wardlow has to come back around and be the one to get the title off MJF. Yeah. Because I feel like yeah. MJF is probably going to have the title for a bit. I feel like he's probably going to be champion when his contract is up. 
You think he's going to have that championship for well? That's all. That's a year. That's a, a little year bit more than a year. Months. Yeah. You think he's going to have that championship the entire time? Yeah. Could be. Or maybe he has it, loses it for a bit, and gets it right back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that the, the the story, the the intrigue of that story, kicks up uh, uh, several notches if his contract's running out while he still has that title belt. I agree. DLW here says after the show went off the air, Yuta, Claudio, and Brian came to the ring and woke Mox up. They explained what happened, and he was pissed. Crowd chanted, thank you, Mox, and they all walked through the crowd to Wild Thing. He says, the source was me. I was there. There we go. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. That's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, Full Gear is in the books. In the feels books. Good. Feels good, yes. man. Uh, anyways, we'll be back on Monday for, I'm sure there's going to be some sort of AEW full gear fallout. I'm sure there's going to be a lot. Uh, yep. In the news, we'll be talking about on Monday, uh, Impact's Overdrive, mm-hmm. Friday Night Smackdown, and uh, I guess Rampage. The, the Rampage. Yeah, there was yeah. stuff that happened on Rampage. Yeah. So we got a packed Monday. Indeed. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.